0: So you're reading an article online, when you get an instant message, with a link to a funny photo, which of course you have to share. And now you're reading your Facebook news wall, which sends you to a video of a panda bear attacking a kid, and now you're reading Wikipedia to learn everything you can about the violent behavior of panda bears. And this is what three minutes on the internet can be like.
1: Yeah. I used Pink
2: bathrobe, a rare Mint snow
3: globe, a smurf TV
1: tray, I bought on eBay My house is filled
4: with this
1: crap
4: Shows up in bubble wrap Most every day...
0: Welcome, RedTubers, to Geek Salad episode 107, The Internet. It's not just for porn anymore. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And uh, somewhere lurking in in Catherine's condo is uh, the other Joe. (laughs) Somewhere in the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So today we're... We're taking Geek Salad in kind of a different direction today, uh, mainly because it is like negative five degrees outside right now, and (laughs) How appropriate
3: that we're talking about internet,
0: and we're recording live on the internet. We are using the internet. Oh my goodness. I didn't even think of
1: that. That was very meta.
0: Yeah. We are are making progress. Yeah. No, and it wasn't just a horrific coincidence that nobody wanted to drive tonight. <laughs> no. We
5: become it pussies is, in our old age.
0: Oh my God! It is cold as shit in this house right now. And I'm in the basement, so I don't wake my children. So it's me and the cat right now. Now I don't know what the cat deals with. <laughs> well, you've got your sweater well, on, so I, I have. Yeah, no, I've actually got my wife's like big, heavy, thick red sock sweatshirt on. I'm oh. very comfy right now. Oh, you, sh- you, sh- you yeah, should he-
5: you should you should hear the pumps from my heating system. You're They're here. going full blast. Oh God!
2: I'm cold, and there are wolves after me.
1: Yeah,
0: it's been it has been fun. I have never been this bundled up in my life. <laughs> so, anyway, let's uh let's get this party started. Uh, we are talking today all about um our favorite internet personalities. T um. Video shows, uh, podcasts, websites, whatever. And this actually was brought up um, by the uh, mastermind of Chris's Cultural Corner. KKK, that's not good. Chris, who actually gave this to us after our hundredth, or during our hundredth episode, for an idea. Uh, so, 99th um, actually, yeah, it was the 99th episode. Thank you, thank you. Booyah. So. Uh, uh, Chris writes, hello, Geek Salad crew. Hope everyone had a great holiday season. I was looking forward to this Geek Salad episode since I suggested it a few episodes ago. I have my favorite internet personalities, and we'll list five of them along with my favorite moments from them, starting with number five, the nostalgia chick. Lindsay Ellis, the nostalgia chick's real name, along with assistance uh, from best friends Nella and Elsa, uh, review pop culture stuff from the 80s and 90s. She's very intelligent, very funny. My favorite moment was the Dark Nella saga. This was so clever and so funny, it starts out with an instant debate about Kirk versus Picard and ends up with Nella accidentally getting killed. And while nostalgia chick is mourning, Elsa comes up with a plan to clone Nella. I mean, what could possibly go wrong?
4: (laughs) Now I have no one to be nostalgic about the old X-Men cartoon with. So you're saying we should clone Nella? Mm-hmm. But you miss your Nella, right? Yeah. It's a logical thing to do. No, 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 no.
0: And then while watching the making of the saga, I was shocked to find out that a friend of the podcast, Brian Dermody, makes an appearance. I don't think that the picture that Chris attached to this is uh, Brian Dermody, but it looks <laughs> like him when he was 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, and you guys watched some Sludge Chick at all? Nope. No, I never never heard of them. It's it, it's her it's hard to watch her because she doesn't put out new material a lot. Um she's part of the league of of Super Critics on YouTube. And everybody does new new um new content every week and she's gone I think about 3 months. The last thing she did was something on um an argument for Starscream.
1: Scream. <laughs>
2: Okay. That's that's yeah. a losing
3: argument right there. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Very
1: relevant in the year 2015, let me
2: tell you. You realize that on, on
0: Starscream's um, tombstone, me, it will just say, you failed me again? Give me
5: Thundercracker <laughs> anytime.
0: <laughs> I can't even tell them all apart. I remember I had one, and I, it, it was the other I, one. I had all three. Oh, nice.
5: Thundercracker, Those things and, are great. Thundercracker, Skywarp, and Starscream.
0: Those things are great until you lost their hands. Starscream's Starscream's
3: tombstone is just going to say, I'm still working on, on getting control of the Decepticons. <laughs> yeah. It's just another part of my plan.
0: My open secret.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and Megatron has not disintegrated me yet. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Next up on Chris's list, number four: Todd in the Shadows. Todd reviews pop culture, uh, pop music mostly, but he sometimes rants about the worst songs from a particular year, the Madonna videos, uh, or my favorite segment, One Hit Wonderland, where he talks about one hit wonder artists in depth to find out what they did before, during, and after their hit. My favorite One Hit Wonderland was definitely "Come On Eileen." Um, I That's love Todd in the Shadows. I it's what he does with with a pop, with a pop musical, reviews are are just fantastic because they're there's nothing loving about them at all. If he if he explains that he loves a the song, then yeah, he'll say he loves it, but he'll also pick apart every little piece of it. Um, he's done two sto- songs in the last um, six months from Taylor Swift, and Ooh. has pretty much revealed that she is the thinnest skinned celebrity working today.
3: Well, we knew that already.
0: Yeah. yeah, he also fucking hates Chris Brown. Oh my God, <laughs> he's well,
5: not—he's not a minority right there. No, there's a lot to hate there. I mean, it's
1: <laughs> well,
5: right. Go fuck yourself, Chris Brown! You stupid, useless waste of a human being! You can't be serious. This is what Chris Brown wants to sing about, really? I mean, are are girls giving you problems, Chris? Causing you so much drama? I mean, I'm I'm crying. I, I'm sorry. Am I being a little harsh? Maybe I haven't properly shown what an ugly and mean spirited song this is. Okay, well, in case you're not up on your youth slang, well, well, first of all, congratulations on making better life choices than
0: I did. But uh, the one at Wonderland's are interesting because he did one on, he um did one at Halloween for uh, Michael Cimbello. <laughs> <laughs> he did do Blue Swedes uh, hooked on a feeling. Uga shaka, uga ooga, uga, uga shaka. shaka uga. Do, you, do you know? Do you know that their version of that song is a cover? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And B. it was covered B. like B. three Thomas. times over. They didn't even come up with the Uga Chakas themselves. Really? Yeah.
3: Because I know B.J. Thomas's original one did not have the Uga Chaka.
0: No, it didn't. But another guy's did. You watch the video. It's um, they're all on YouTube. Hmm. As is everything that we're going to be talking about today, pretty much. All right. So the next, <laughs> the next up on uh, Chris's list is uh, the Game Chasers. The show is basically American Pickers with retro video games. I love watching the banter back and forth between Billy and Jay. They have a lot of quotables on the show, like, "All right, what's wrong with these guys? Oh, great, another box of useless shit." <laughs> Um, and probably the most quotable, that's the way game chasings go. Uh, the best moment from the show was when Billy caught Jay napping and swiped a very rare Flintstone surprise at Dinosaur Peak NES cart out from under him. Jay was not happy and his rant was funny. Let's
2: see, what did I find at Game Exchange? Nothing like the Flintstones. (laughs) Doesn't really matter. Got me a couple box Genesis games, you know, for like two, three, four bucks you know what don't don't even put what i got down here on the little thing i don't want to see it if i see it i'm gonna rip your freaking head off and crap down your neck okay because it doesn't matter what Jay got doesn't matter
0: so that is actually there's a there's a there's a um link that chris put here on uh, youtube thrill of the hunt flintstones <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not all that familiar with that one but this sounds like it's totally up like chris's alley
1: oh yeah absolutely <laughs>
0: In terms of the unapologetic, um, ironic love of, of terrible old video games. What?
3: Chris likes old video games? I never knew that. There's no way.
0: I mean, Chris likes the 80s. <laughs> Shut your dirty whore mouth. Chris does not love the 80s. He's
5: still having trouble trying to get past Fireman and Mega Man 2. Oh, <laughs> oh
4: that's tragic. <laughs>
0: I've said it before. I'll say it a thousand times. Fuck Mega Man. That game is needlessly hard.
4: Right. Oh, oh, oh come oh, on! Oh, you just pissed off Joe. Oh,
1: hi. oh here we go.
3: <laughs> I love Mega Man. He's but behind you again. <laughs> it is extremely hard.
5: But that was the point. That's the That's point of funny. that was the point of a lot of the games back
0: then. No, I understand that, but it like teased you with its cutesy like. Cartoony looks, and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, no, go ahead, jump a mile, asshole. That was
5: not. That was nothing compared to Battle Toads. Okay, so don't even.
2: Yeah, that's oh, true. Not that's a, you need could to be. Man. But even with a clue, you had no hope at Battle Toads. No, to no, no. that, that is no. true. No,
5: I actually I've broken a couple of SC, SC, uh, NES controllers playing Battle so. <laughs>
2: I rest my case. <laughs> there you go. The only it, wasn't, it, it, wasn't,
5: it wasn't like throwing it either. I actually took it in my hands and twisted and broke it. I was mad. <laughs> was it the
2: disc level? I think it was the disc level. No, it was the tunnel.
3: Oh, Joe, you put the angers <laughs> in Joe Angers. No. Oh.
1: <laughs> I do.
2: you suck at that game. That's tragic. <laughs> you have never even got to the hard part. Nope. Oh, please, that <laughs> holds you. It's the hard part.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm so the start menu was the hard part. <laughs> How did I die? I haven't even started the game yet. <laughs> Shit, I just bought it and suddenly I'm play run. this game.
5: And mom, I need another controller. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, Joe, don't make me kill
3: again. <laughs> <laughs> the only Mega Man game I ever beat was Mega Man X. And mean, now it's uh, not a Mega Man 1.
1: Mega Man NC-17.
3: Mega Man 10, Mega Man the Future. He's a <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really couldn't beat 5 or 6, really. Really? I didn't even played 5 or 6. <laughs> I, played, like,
3: I played 1, I played 2, I was like, yeah, okay, no, done with this. <laughs> Waited for the SNES to come out, and then I got X, and am like, okay, I can play this, I can beat this. I can actually grab onto the wall here, I don't fall every time.
1: There's no behind
4: you, Mike!
0: There's no behind, Mike. Do <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, let's do get it. back on
1: track. On. Let's get it back in
0: there. <laughs> All right, movie, moving on, uh, number two on Chris's list is The Nostalgia Critic, Doug Walker, a.k.a. The Nostalgia Critic, is one of the funniest movie critics out there. Their first review I ever saw from him was doing his review for The Room. I've watched the show ever since. His favorite movie reviews were The Wicker Man, The Purge, <laughs> Food Fight, Jurassic Park 3. I also love his top 11s and his reviews of nostalgia commercials. My overall favorite and funny moment. I uh, was him in The Wicker Man when he came up with all the bear jokes from that Nick Cage in a bear suit scene. <laughs> <laughs> I just I actually... Not, I did not just, hear her. I did not. Oh, hi, Scott. He <laughs> <laughs> j- just posted one today. It was the Care Bears uh, Nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do all right. Yeah. Oh, they're hilarious, and, when he, and mainly when he talks about a horrible, horrible um, animation, mm. it's like, okay, and then they can just grab lollipops off the of things, and are you going to take the wrappers of Ah, fuck it.
2: <laughs> are there any other groups you like to insult? I mean, the human race is so vast and full of variety, I'm sure you can find the black face of every single person on the planet. In fact, why even focus on a group? Why not just show us ugliness in any shape or form? You're good at that. Don't even give a reason. Just use it in this scene where they now physically exist in the store, again adding no continuity to how the fuck this world works, and just throw in whatever terrible, ungodly thing comes out of your head. No, Larry, I am not... WHAT? 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 WHAT?
4: WHAT? Oh my god, I get it! I totally get it now! This movie is punishment for me to... the living animal, Jesus out of me! I'll confess! I'll confess! I was the one who canceled Firefly. I was the one who encouraged Fred to be an online series. I was
2: the one who told Taco Bell to make a breakfast menu. I was the one who told John Travolta how to pronounce it, Dina Menzel. I was the
4: one getting rid of the cartoons on Cartoon Network. Just take me out of this scene. <laughs> well, so
1: of a fool. Where are you going, Chipmunk? I you.
0: So, um, it, I, I think he's really, really funny. I, he just got through another season of Christmas movies. Uh, he did review Christmas Story 2.
3: Ooh. I, I've is, never even seen that one, because I know I better. Even, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't even know it it's easy to. Well, it's easy to watch these movies vicariously through him yeah. by doing, just watching them this way. He did do a brilliant cut, though, for um, Santa Claus, the movie. Where you know at the beginning of the movie where they're you know freezing to death. Um and then they're rescued. Yeah. Fine. Well at the very end what they do is they have like that pan out scene where everybody's happy and John Lithgow is associated in outer space and everyone's dancing and having a great time, and he fades it back in to them freezing to death from the first scene. <laughs>
1: So As if the whole dream. thing
0: was like a fever dream. It was <laughs> hilarious.
1: <laughs> oh,
4: it's messed up. I
0: so, like the, um... <laughs> best ending you could hope
3: for, for that, from that movie. Yeah.
0: Oh, exactly. Now get me my Big Mac and Coke. <laughs> 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 Thank you. That was a callback. Um, alright, so... <laughs> lastly, I'm... Uncry- Lastly, on Chris's list is, and this is, you know, if if Mike C were joining us tonight, uh, we would yeah. we would have spent about an hour talking about this yes, guy, the angry video game nerd. Yes. He's been doing videos, uh, doing videos for over ten years, and he's not showing any signs of stopping now. As long as there are still shitty games to review, he'll be there to piss all over them. Literally, there were so Uh-oh. many great moments from his show, too Uh-oh. many to mention here. So I'll list Uh-oh. three. Uh, so he has. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe,
1: we'll have to
4: pay, but but we can finish Chris's pers uh, perspective first.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: So <laughs> Chris brought up uh, the glitches from Rocky, um, Angry Video Game Nerd beats Bugs Bunny, and uh, Angry Video Game Nerd versus NC the final battle. That's
4: the fuckest thing I ever heard. Shit mob, shitload of
2: fuck, fuck monkey. I've given you both middle fingers at full force! Cow humping transvestite! B5 four, fuck you! Ass blorp! It's third barber! Look at me! I'm the only video game made! fuck you I fuck like you fuck you you, you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. fucking 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 fuck fucking fucking you fucking 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 up! fucking up! fucking
1: fuck 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 a fuck fuck
2: knocker
0: jerk. That's it! And that's it for Chris. Thank you, Chris. So go ahead, Joe. What do you have to say?
2: I really don't have anything else to bring to the table other than the fact that I really feel Angry Video Game Nerd is overrated. Like, really overrated. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with you, actually. i swearing at games that were ridiculously difficult three decades ago. Does not deserve <laughs> a weekly review. Mm.
3: Still, so I did enjoy his uh, review of uh, Superman sixty-four. That was
2: well. That one, I, I... <laughs> that one because
5: deserves all the it's
2: not hate. How so discerning to rip on Superman sixty-four! Let me tell you, that is the height of video game dissertation beating <laughs> up on Superman sixty-four.
3: Yes, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: The ones on some of the peripherals I enjoyed. I enjoyed the one on the Power Glove. <laughs> I enjoyed the one on Robbie the Robot. Um, but I, I I agree with Joe. It's he, you know, and I, it's once you've seen a couple of them, you don't need to see any more because essentially they all devolve into this this whole, this whole game sucks so much it fucked. This fucking game sucks so much it shits out of skunk's ass.
2: Um, and his actual like, where's a video game or video game peripheral as you prefer uh, <laughs> <film>
1: yeah. <middle. laughs>
0: yeah and the funny thing is too is that his like his in game commentary is really not angry and kind of maudlin yeah he's gotta yeah, watch man. you th- watch you through it
1: yeah
2: I got nothing so that's
1: uh... it's
0: the worst all right
2: play of all
0: time. <laughs> that's it. Okay. There we go. That's going to be on that's going to be on the banner now. <laughs> so. all right. So, thank you. Thank you for helping us with that show. Um, I'm so awesome why don't we get started on our lists. Figure we'll uh, round table this. Sure. So, uh, Mike, why don't you start us off?
3: All right, I'll start off with the one I I first got into when they did a review of the first Guardians of the Galaxy teaser, and that okay. was AMC Movie Talk. All right. It is a uh, daily show, um, well, week daily anyway. Um, it's almost always the uh, editor-in-chief of AMC Movie Talk, uh, John Campia, is hosting it, and he gets a bunch of other, you know, like-minded individuals, well, not really like-minded, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> people that are interested in the movie business and stuff like that movie and kids, basically. They just, yeah basically and they just you know talk about movies upcoming movie news uh, they um, review movies and stuff like that talk about um, what's upcoming who who is right now hearing an anime movie? Take my money! Like, who, who's doing that right now? I think like, they're no, like
2: they're, well, Agent Carter. That's working. We, where's our female characters? This is what it's happens when you watch the show Gotham and you have a lot of herbal supplementation during it. You're like, <laughs> what would happen if there's other characters in other universes that we don't really care about? Yeah. Let's see what happens there. That probably is what happened. Avi was like, yeah. this Gotham
0: thing's working out. What about I me? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Here you go. A couple other producers. Avi's right. <laughs> On uh, May! On
2: Yeah, come on.
3: And then on weekends, they do AMC Mailbag, where they just take uh, questions that people email in, and I'm fortunate to have like two or three of them that have been answered. Nice. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. Nice.
0: Yeah, You're I an mean, internet celebrity.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm also, I've also been on the AMC Movie Talk after show a couple times, so yeah.
0: Yep, yeah. Tell your story about that.
3: I've been on the AMC Mo- Movie Talk After Show a couple times.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole lot more to say about it. You know what? It was funny because uh, because Mike went on the AMC Movie Talk After Show. I followed their Facebook page for I think about a month, and finally gave up because when they're not doing these uh, little video review things, they are the worst fantasy casting people oh, God. ever. It gets old. Holy, wow. holy hell! It's like okay, well now, who would you have play the wrecker in uh,
2: in this oh, no, movie? Oh, no, oh, no. Obviously, it's Cucumber Patch, because the yeah. best thing for everything forever is Cucumber Patch. <laughs> the best thing for anything ever from the internet is Cucumber Patch. Obviously. <laughs> Fine. Oh, come Andy.
1: oh I get Please.
2: it.
0: Oh no, oh no, I'm just gonna let Joe have this moment. I'm just giving it to him. He's a guest on our show. I'm just gonna let him have this moment. Oh no, but you are right though, the correct answer to everything is Benedict Cumberpatch. So,
1: there
0: you go. The, batch well, of the reason
3: for that is because he is good at everything. Obviously.
5: Or he has cheatbones.
4: No, he's good at everything and he doesn't take himself too seriously.
5: Oh yeah. He's, he's, very, he's very he's very deserving of the praise he gets.
1: Yes. Yeah, and and yeah.
4: also, you know, when, when women were calling themselves cumber bitches, at first he was okay and then somebody pointed out that was derogatory, and he's like, you know what, ladies, could you come up with something a little bit more flattering for yourselves? So yeah, he is he is just all the awesome.
2: Yeah. I like to rip on the guy, but anybody who shows up on uh, Be Cool Bear rapport As a fully animated character. (laughs) That was brilliant. That was amazing. That was so funny. I like to rip him, but he's really a good guy, it turns out. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Cannot wait for Doctor Strange.
0: Yes. (laughs) Andy, do you need a moment? Uh, No, I'm okay. 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 Ah. You guys can only see me from the waist up, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, was, I, I just. Hey, hey, it's two degrees in this basement, but I can keep myself warm. so... <laughs> <laughs> you don't see enough, Randy. You don't
3: see Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Remember, the a... internet is not just for porn anymore. <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> exactly. That's what I keep hearing. You know what? I think we might have to post this video. Like, we actually might have to embed this this live action thing.
3: Oh, don't believe me. I will.
0: Just saying. All right. <laughs> just don't believe me. Okay.
2: Um. <laughs> That's barely possible. All right, Joe.
0: Joe, why don't you throw one our way?
5: All right. Uh, Jeremy Johns.
3: Oh, love Jeremy Johns. I love oh, yes. Yeah.
5: I love his movie. I love his reviews, just because the way he does them is is basically like any one of us would do a movie review. You yeah, know? it's just he, he's just so over the top about it, and just has so much fun with it, and he he's he's not afraid to tell you that something sucks, you know, or and why it sucked and stuff like that. So um, I really enjoy I really enjoy his stuff.
3: Now that they've done X-Men Days of Future Past, they should somehow find a way to do the Phoenix Saga in a movie because we haven't actually seen it on the big screen. Shut up! We haven't! We have not! <laughs> Check out his yeah. review of, um, uh, Ma- Woman in Black, uh, The Angel of yes. Death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, are that- Oh, jump cut! Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catherine or Joe?
4: When do you guys want to go? Um. Well, I watch and I, I started watching and I, I have Joe watch it as well and he likes it. Tabletop with Will Wheaton. Mm. Hey, I love Will Wheaton. That that YouTube show is great. We've gotten a lot of good board games out of watching that show.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah, they play board games. Too. He plays board games and you go. That looks like a lot of fun and and you get it and you play it. And also a friend of mine gets a lot of these games as well. And some of the ones I've come out with that are great are the cooperative board games, where it's all of the players against the game. Which I think oh, is okay. good for families. Yeah. So, you know, Castle Panic's one that we really like.
2: Oh, that game's amazing. And
4: we got we got the Wizard Tower expansion for that, which is a lot of fun. Very complicated, though. It's <laughs> a little complicated, but we figured it out. Um, yeah, not, nothing like pulling out, oh, this could be an orc, or it could be a... Uh, Five
2: hit point dragon. Ah, crap, we're <laughs> so yesterday. Could be, I don't know, uh, a, a golem that loses to swordsmen but is invincible to archers, or it could be a chimera that is like...
4: Uh, breeze fire everywhere. But yeah, the, and the, show, the show's a lot of fun and he has a lot of either YouTube people or actors that he knows come on the show.
2: And occasionally drafts NASA engineers. Just oh nice. yeah,
4: they had a NASA engineer that he knows come on and, and play an engineer on Forbidden, uh, Forbidden Island. That's
2: okay. Yeah. It's,
4: well, a, it's, it's fun to watch.
5: It, I love watching it, especially when he brings on like uh, stars, like like the uh, he had he did the uh, X Wing one, and I think he had Sam Witwer. I yeah, remember he had Sam Witwer had, do oh, that Sam, one. No,
4: Sam, Sam Witwer was on the uh, the role playing one, the, uh, one the of, Dragon Age. Yes. No, that's on, right. on, on the X-Wing one, he had Seth Green and, oh, and Seth Green's yep. wife. Yep. Oh, Claire Grant.
2: The Fiasco episode was top shelf. Oh, Amazing. The
4: fiasco, the fiasco is awesome, if you haven't seen that episode. Okay, so you I can, can choose can, our... Yep, you, yes, can choose you, the,
2: choose the nature, you can choose your our relationship, relationship, or if you want to, I you can define, define, define our crime relationship.
4: Okay, so what do we have left? Six, five... 4 and 2. This really should be speed dating. It would make it so much easier. It, it
2: would, it would. I know, right? Except with fictional personas you create at the table. Well, welcome to my speed welcome dating. Welcome to speed dating. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> Have you ever and just, dated? And just no. like speed dating, been, everything goes bad. I've yes. been married 20 years. So I don't oh, even close to remember what okay. dating was like. It seems uh, awful. Yeah. <laughs> it, is. it is. It is.
4: It really is. That's a, that's a that's a pair of episodes. That ran long. But, yeah. I, I definitely recommend tabletop.
0: Absolutely. Cool. I'm. I'm definitely gonna. You know what? I'm going on YouTube right now. I am going to put that in the list as well.
4: That's part of Geek and Sundry, uh, which is Felicia Day, which I was also going to mention, but yeah, oh, okay.
1: I'm
2: on there. But it's really Will Wheaton's baby, yep. you want a tabletop.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I got it right here, Geek Sundry. So gonna go. I'm going to go subscribe to that right now as well because I need more <laughs> stuff to watch on my breaks. <laughs> there you go. Alright, so um, I guess that leaves me now So, oh good lord What am I going to talk about? Alright, first one I'm going to talk about is Zefrank Who is also good at his own um, Stuff on YouTube He pretty much the, the stuff that he's mainly known for is the true facts About uh, animals Oh and that uh, Yes, that guy The guy with the greatest narrator's voice ever
5: It reminds me of the fairy tale where a young girl is lost in the forest, and she sees an owl and asks it, Do you know where my mother is? And the owl responds, Why the hell would I know where your mother is? Are you stupid? And why are you fairy tale children always getting lost in forests and hallucinating about animals that can talk? And then the owl swooped down and ripped the little girl's face off and ate her eyeballs. And then the owl hooted. Hoo-hoo. It's a German fairy tale, so it's a little dark, I guess.
3: Uh, hands down, my favorite one, though, has got to be True, Frank's about, True, True, True Facts about Morgan Freeman.
0: That one is brilliant. That one is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but I love the one, well, there's the one about the anglerfish that's kind of worked its way into our everyday conversations here.
1: Hmm.
0: I haven't seen that one. Oh yeah, it's dark as hell down there, and someone's got to light up that pretty, pretty lady.
5: See, my 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 favorite ones are the uh the sad cat diaries.
1: No. Oh. Yeah. You're
3: I got my cats right behind me. Yeah, they know very well about sad cats. <laughs> <So only use laughs> the
0: authority. <one> <laughs> yeah, the cats
3: were pretty- <laughs> He's only using one hand, so it's only fifty percent of the love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is just wrong. <laughs> It's four a.m. The bedroom door has been shut. They've obviously forgotten about me and left me to die. I will just hang out here and sing the song of my people. It is seriously, it is some of the most brilliant stuff. And he also started doing stuff with Purina uh, called "Dear Kitten," where the uh, the senior cat welcomes the new kitten into the house. There was a strange, mysterious, mechanical monster called Vacuum, <laughs> 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 And it, it, it's it, seriously, it's, it's some really, it's so smart, and it can get, it, it it's, at, it's at that cusp where when they make, like, poop references or penis references, stuff like that, it still works out to be very, very clever when they do it. Yeah. Here are true facts about the armadildo. Wait, I'm gonna try that again. Here are true facts about the armadildo.
1: Oh wait.
3: I love the uh, the true facts about the was it, the star nosed mole? Oh yeah. <laughs> and here's a Whoa, what the fuck
0: <laughs> And they've got tiny sensors on them called Too Busy can't be bothered to look this up.
1: Well, that's just that's just lazy. That's, <laughs>
3: I'm just gonna make up. Tr- I'm gonna just gonna make up a bunch of stuff until, you, until my writers come up with uh, actual
1: <laughs> facts.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, seriously, give the guy a try. I mean, some of his stuff is some of like the, the self motivation stuff is, eh. But um, yeah, the true facts are, are great. The sad cat and sad dog diaries are great. He had one on the um, the pros and cons of candy trading. After Halloween, it's <laughs> really good. So definitely check those out. Uh, so, Mike, back to you.
3: Yep. Uh, my next one, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Stuckman. Okay. Very, very, very similar to um, along the lines of Jeremy Johns. He does you know, just regular, you know very funny, very watchable shows. Um, he, he grades on an F to A plus uh, scale. Watching this movie, I tried to get in the mindset of the writer. What were they thinking? And I mean that in a serious way. Well, the movie's called Ouija, so obviously we have to have some Ouija board playing in the movie, right? Yeah, we do. Okay, so... How many times do you think we can tangibly make these characters play the Ouija board before everyone calls BS on them because so much weird crap is happening? Well, probably like three or four times. Okay, so we'll have like three or four Ouija board sessions in this movie, right? Right. So what's gonna happen when they're not playing the Ouija board? They'll talk about the Ouija board. They'll think about it and will have shots of it. They'll go to school and their jobs and, and they'll they'll just kinda of, crap, what are we gonna do when they're not playing the Ouija board? Um he also doesn't on occasionally he does like little skits, like he actually um he recently did an episode where he reviewed um, Super Smash Brothers for the Wii, for the Wii uh-huh. U, and he, that only took like about half half the time, like eight minutes or so. But then the show, the review went for sixteen minutes. The last half of it was him and a friend of his actually playing a match. It was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, Link versus Peach on the in the Hyrule Temple,
5: level. <laughs> and that was that was really fun to watch. Nice, nice.
0: So, Joe.
5: Uh, my next one Here is uh, it's uh, an explainer series. It's uh, it's called CGP Grey, uh-huh. and it's he does he he basically he does things with he does everything with stick figures. So all his animations are all done with stick figures and everything. He's he's like a math teacher in England. He's an American math uh, teacher who um, an American who teaches math in England. Yeah. And, what
4: sounds like the XKCD guy.
5: <laughs> Could be, but he goes. He he explains a lot of things that you never realize. Like one of his videos is like, did you know there's like a, a, a DMZ zone between the U.S. and Canada? There's like a one. There's like a, no. There's like a one kilometer buffer at certain parts of the U, uh, The border between the U.S. and Canada. It's like okay. Canada and the United States still have disputed territory. There's a series of islands in the Atlantic that the United States claims are part of Maine, and Canada claims are part of New Brunswick. Canada, assuming the islands are hers, built a lighthouse on one of them, and the United States, assuming the islands are hers, pretends the lighthouse doesn't exist. It's not a huge problem, as the argument is mostly over tourists who want to see puffins and fishermen who want to catch lobsters, but let's hope the disagreement gets resolved before someone finds oil under that lighthouse. (laughs) And... It's really fun. It's really stuff that you never real, re, realized, oh. and like uh, the difference between the city of London and London itself, London proper. It might
2: actually be the XKCD guy away. <laughs> <Right.
3: laughs> what? What's the America, America, and Canada had to establish that DMV, that uh, DMZ after the Maple
5: Maple Syrup Wars of yeah. uh, 1985. It's uh, CGP Grey on uh, YouTube.
1: All right. Mandy, you okay. loved it because... I don't you, think it's the same yeah, no, you
4: actually...
5: He does do, a lot of stuff on, on, on England.
2: Operation Paul
4: Money. Yeah, XKCD is written by Randall Monroe.
5: Yeah, this guy is anonymous. He, doesn't, he never, like, shows his face. And right. right.
0: No, anyway, Joe, you had brought it up to us, I think, during the Rankin and Bash show, when Autumn asked about yeah. the whole... Uh, Copyright thing with Disney.
5: That's where that's where I got all. That's where he explained everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we after we were done with the show, Adam and I went on the laptop and uh, checked out the whole uh, explanation of Disney copyright law.
4: Oh, that was painful to watch. I couldn't get through that one.
0: Oh well, it's copyright law. It's it's you know it's not for everybody.
4: (laughs) It was was, was cut together. The changes in tonality was what hurt, not so much the wording.
2: Turns out it's derail time. Uh oh. What are <laughs> you doing? Oh, you referenced the DMZ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't heard of Operation Paul Bunyan, you should look it up. Oh God. All right. A on my Marines smartphone right now, sir. they mobilized Marines to chop down a tree in the DMZ in Korea. What? <laughs> look it up. Yo, this is the uh, internet episode, right? Get your Wikipedia <laughs> oh, <yeah>. on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Operation Paul Bunyan, I'm telling you. I'm going to check that out right now. Oh, okay. okay. up. That is... No, they're all
4: great.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that silence is in yeah. clicks that are not being picked <laughs> up by your microphones. I'm telling you. Operation uh, Paul
5: Bunyan. Uh, I, oh, I love Wikipedia. Yeah. It was a response to a, uh, a show of force to intimidate North Korea into backing down after the murder of two uh, U.S. Army officers. I'm telling you. We're going to show you how tough we are. How tough we are. Where's the nearest tree? <laughs> it was a thing. Yes, it
0: was. It
1: happened.
5: That's a show, of, gonna, strength. That's a show of strength right there.
0: I am chopping down this tree with a goddamn bald eagle right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Do <laughs> that. I'm in mean, the background playing the 1812 Overture while well, you do that.
3: <laughs> to help with a bald eagle. I'm using
2: a herring. <laughs> <laughs> that's incorrect because that is
4: British and this is America, sir.
1: Hey, Traitor. Hey,
4: look at that right there. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> I'm hey, over it. I you Money Python is
0: international. Yes, I did.
3: Yes, you did.
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, all right. So, Catherine, you're up. Oh, uh, what you were talking about earlier reminded me of this series I've watched on YouTube called "Conversations with My Two-Year-Old Daughter," where the yes. guy rep- <laughs> creates conversations with his young daughter with an adult male in the role of his young daughter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen it, it's hilarious. It
1: is great.
4: Because the, the the grown-up man is like. It's princess time with mommy. <laughs> 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 well,
1: I say that
3: regularly, I so I don't see what the problem is.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: and then, and then, like oh, he goes back, goes back to his actual daughter. But it's oh, it's hilarious.
1: Great.
2: <laughs> okay, I just I want one more cookie. We don't have any cookies left. You
0: ate all the cookies. Okay, but maybe just I can have one more cookie. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to manifest? More cookies for you or something? Yeah. Well, I can't... I, I don't... It's that, not how it works.
1: Okay.
2: <clears throat> But maybe I can have one more. You can't have any more cookies.
4: I want more cookies.
0: Uh, Uh, Does Joe have anything there, Catherine?
4: Only here he comes.
0: Epic Rap Battles of History! (laughs) Alright. Epic Rap Battles in History.
2: If you're not familiar (laughs) with it, then I don't know what to tell you other than get familiar with it.
3: I enjoy that one, actually.
2: I've watched a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. A few of them have been good, but they're at least above par, and some of them have been amazing. Okay. Mario Brothers versus the Wright Brothers, really good. (laughs) 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 I can see that. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, Greek Spartans versus Halo Spartans, really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) So I saw the one. one I think I've seen so far is definitely the Mythbusters versus the Ghostbusters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really want to check that one out.
2: Featuring, I kid be not, a puffed marshmallow man. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: Well, you, could, you, like- you can't. Ha- you can't not have that
2: one. Is it like their hype man? Is it like Flav? <laughs> um... <laughs> It turns out that when you have a rap battle and somebody else pops up in the middle taking on both sides,
1: yeah. he's going to
2: be extra awesome or else he's going to get roasted. <laughs> and he nobody roasts tape <laughs> Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely go check more of those out. And we'll definitely get one of those posted in our uh, in the audio for this.
1: mmm Ghostbusters, blow crushers, get the job
0: done. Spitting out the lyrics like, We got one! Get the people moving like the to liberty. Try to beat us in a battle? Man, you gotta be kidding me! The delivery of sand stands straight Like my main man,
5: Slinky! I collect spores. Tell them about the tweak. Like your show? It's all fluff and filler. I'll
2: kick your hiney, man. I'm a savage killer. Wow! Your raps are just too whack to handle! Let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Your science is preposterous, the opposite incompetent process And in this episode, we'll give you a synopsis Starting with the vacuum cleaner struck up on your back It's a fact,
0: positrons, don't react like that! You built a laser grate
1: with no safety switch and Mother Peck was right.
0: That's some shady shit. So, all right. So next up on my list is the James Bonding Podcast, which is through Nerdist.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one I recently discovered. Um, I had talked in the past about how did this get made, mm-hmm. and they had recently done a live version where they had talked about A View to a Kill, and their special guests were uh, Matt and Matt from the James Bonding Podcast. And these guys are so good about – they know their history about James Bond. They know their history about how the movies were made. They have this absolute – they just absolutely revere these movies and are not afraid to shit all over them.
1: I was going to say,
5: they even love the Roger Moore ones.
0: Oh, well, that was a funny thing is that there were – one of the first ones I actually listened to was The Man with the Golden Gun. And um, they're just talking about how kind of lazy the movie is and how – um. Britt Eklund was one of the worst uh, Bond girls ever, and uh, there's this, there's a this scene where I think he's in Venice or something, and he is fighting in front of a mirror, and you can see the entire film crew <laughs>
3: in the mirror. I need to go rewatch that. I've got a I'm all on Blu-ray, so I'll and check they, that scene
0: out. Well, and there's like this this thing where it's like, um, you know, it's just the only the only cutter where they running low on light. It was like, and fuck it. <laughs> and then they did the spy who loved me and the my, the greatest line to ever come out of any of these I've listened to so far special guest Dana Gould um referred to the Marvin Hamler score as worse than AIDS <laughs> <laughs> wow jeez <sighs> he's like yeah have you guys seen AIDS uh, score yet or the worse
5: than AIDS soundtrack by Marvin Hamlin. It, sure, <laughs> it is. We're in
2: agreement there. It is. Matt well, and I were just He also about
5: ruins it. For Your Eyes Only,
2: which is another. otherwise realty. Oh, it's eyes,
5: Bill really. Conti. But, but Same the, shit, though. But what yeah. I mean is that, that yeah. disco-y I agree. Horrid. It's because it, the, the Barry scores are so timeless, and they're trying to pin it down to this disco bullshit. Yeah, and it does not work. It's Same hard. thing happened with Goldeneye when they tried to make it all techno, and it's the worst score. Yeah, even and then, worse and, than then this the lame, and then the lame and then but it doesn't. It's not even thematically consistent. It doesn't even stay a shitty
2: disco score. At least for your eyes, only stays a
1: yeah.
0: shitty <laughs> disco score. Oh, it Oh, it's so but, funny. It's It's so funny. Oh, it's bad. It's a bad score. I I had mentioned that on our James Bond podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can definitely – those guys you can check out on Stitcher um, or the iTunes store or just go to Nerdist.com. What they're doing is they're reviewing the movies kind of um, front and back and meeting in the middle. Okay. So they started with Dr. No, and then their second episode was Skyfall. And I think their idea is they're going to meet in the middle – for uh, Fear Eyes only, and they've they've got Tom Lennon from the state oh. who's going to be doing that with them. So it's pretty cool.
3: Wonder what they were going to do when um, uh, Spectre comes out.
0: Well, they already had their they already had a podcast about the uh, press conference, and they were all over it. Oh, In I'm, fact, but
5: what, what did they think of uh, the such a tight production schedule?
0: Seven months. Oh my God, that's tough. That no, is that tough. is. That is the really tough. But it was funny, though, because the whole reason why you haven't seen Spectre in a movie since, Jesus, since the 60s was because of this massive lawsuit that was going on. Oh, yeah.
3: Um, the price went so away.
0: Yeah, and that's why I Never Say Never got, uh, again got made. Um, but there was this great bit where they were talking about that, and um, one of the guys, I think. Um, well, I, one of the mats. It's, it's you know, it's one hundred percent. It's one of mats. Um so it Matt,
3: Matt or Matt or yeah. Matt,
0: yeah. Does this really, really good Ian Fleming impersonation? Oh. So he's like, I have to excuse myself. I have to go to the bathroom, and uh, I'll be back. Just let me know if anyone shows up. So the other mats having this conversation with Ian Fleming, who's just like, "Are oh, you bringing Inspector? Oh, don't do that. No, there's a lawsuit going on." And Oh it's been fixed. Oh that's wonderful. I can I can finally die now and and go to heaven and oh there's the pearly gates and there's my wife. No, I don't need her right now. And oh. <laughs> they had they have a lot of ca- problems with the character of Ian Fleming apparently. <laughs> well when, no. when when they did their Goldfinger podcast they actually had two women who had never seen a James Bond movie before, Goldfinger. And one of the women said, I think my feminism just killed itself. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, from from, from what I, I understand, Ian Fleming was basically worse than James Bond Well, oh, you know. Oh, in real yeah. Life.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Well, he in um, the story,
0: there, uh, Pussy Galore was a lesbian who got turned by yeah. James.
3: Yeah, of I course. heard that. <laughs> So anyway, right. uh, Mike. Mike, what okay. do you got? Uh, next one I got is Schmoes No. Um, okay, that's. I mean, the the main show is the Schmoes No. Movie uh, podcast, and it's Mark Ellis and Christian fin, uh, Christian, Christian Harloff are the uh, main guys. They've got a number of uh, like they've got the Pit Boss, which is Ken Napsaki, kind of comes in and does uh, new, the news stories of the of the week, and it's always utterly
0: hilarious. The billion dollar movie studio game of chicken has ended with Warner Brothers
2: announcing this week that Batman v Superman, Don of Justice, will no longer face off with Marvel Studios Captain America hmm. 3, which has the working title of Cap 3, he's not a black guy yet. <laughs> the head-to-head battle was set for May 6, 2016, but now the world will get to see Bruce Wayne's gray hair over a month earlier on March 25th, 2016. This has industry changing ramifications as moving a summer blockbuster style movie, this close to the late winter junk pile movie season means Adam Sandler has even less time to get his movies released.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But they've actually branched off and they've got a number of other shows under their banner. They've got like a a Marvel Movie News um, podcast. They've got a uh, um, box office um, overview podcast. They've got a number of different shows, but the main one is uh, uh, the Schmoes movie Movie News. And th- oh, yeah. th- th- actually, those two actually are actually on uh, AMC Movie Talk as well.
5: well that's right. That, that's right. I like about them is that they do a lot. You know, there's a lot of cross pollination between the AMC Movie Talk crew and the Schmoes Nose crew.
3: Yeah, they, they've got um, they've got this one show on their Schmoes Nose um, channel uh, called Profiles, and one of the pr- people that do- that does that is named Ali- Alicia Malone, and she's also on AMC Movie Talk.
1: Right.
5: Now, the the no do the the Jedi podcast, or is that AMC?
3: Uh, they, yes, AMC. they do the Jedi Alliance. Okay.
5: Yeah. Uh, well,
3: and uh, well, AMC is coming back with um, they're doing the Jedi Council. Pre- uh, they're going to start producing right. it apparently, yeah. but they uh, they're, they're very fun. Um, they do you know movie reviews. They do um, uh, these little sh- uh, Mark and Chris and Christian do a whole bunch of little shows every now and then. You know, very knowledgeable, very opinionated, but always fun to watch.
5: Joe, what do you got? Uh, no, um, no. Watchmojo.com. Uh right. They have a YouTube channel, and basically all it is is top ten lists. You know, and for some reason I have this thing for lists, so I just I enjoy mm-hmm. watching it. And it, it mostly, mostly, I, mostly I watch a lot of their like top ten video game lists, and you know, or the top ten most annoying things in video games and stuff like that. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> When you subscribe to
2: WatchMojo.com, you get top 10 lists on spaceships, explosions, heartbreaking death, hilarious death, deaths you didn't see coming, theme parks, good robots,
0: evil robots, robots that die and make you sad, skyscrapers, junk food, the most quotable movies, I don't believe it. aliens, sexy aliens, sexy alien robots, zombies, 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 all of the video games, rock stars, pop stars, fast cars, fake cars that are totally cool, a list of fruit, because why not, stupid comic book characters. Characters you've never, ever heard of, and more Batman than you could possibly imagine. And that's just the top tens. You know what? If you give me a list, and you either put the word worst or horrifying on there, I'm like, I'm in.
5: Yeah, it basically that's what it is. You put yeah. that in, I'm in, I'm watching it. You got me hooked. Because <laughs> I'm either going to agree with you, or I'm going to t- tell you you're a stupid idiot. <laughs> well, let's face it, top something lists
3: are a geek thing. Come on. We yeah, all love you-
0: them. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely! I mean, that's it's just what 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 is our life without nerd rage? <laughs> <laughs> or nerd love? Or nerd love? All right, Catherine, what do you got?
4: Uh, I, you know, Serial podcast, at least according to Entertainment Weekly, This American Life, and everything I listened to was a big thing. I listened to it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Support for Serial comes from male chimps,
3: not female chimps.
2: Oddly, no. For reasons that scientists still don't fully understand, male chimps consume way more cereal than female chimps. Huh. Yeah. Zoos around the world use male chimps to send emails, newsletters.
0: Seriously? Chimps?
2: Yeah. And deliver high fives.
0: Yeah, now that I can believe. Hey, you know what? I gotta t- I get- I'll i give cereal this. It actually makes people understand what a podcast is, which is yeah, sad. For it was us a long slaving. We have been slaving away at this show for, what, six and a half years?
1: Uh, yeah. And now
4: people know what a podcast is? <laughs> I'm pretty sure people knew what a podcast was. It was a long way to get to a maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
4: One of my favorite comedians, Mike Birbiglia, said, Well, if Anon really did do it, we just wasted a billion hours listening to cereal." <laughs> <laughs> Because you know, I love this American Life, and I was like, "Oh, I, I want them to go more into depth." And I was like, uh, "So we're we're gonna listen to this whole thing and not end up anywhere new? <laughs> we're we're gonna be in exactly the same place we started? That's you spoiler know, we, we know about gossip, and that's it." Spoiler like alert: you you're lied.
5: still in
2: jail.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's a lie.
4: you know I might listen to the next one but
0: uh, maybe they'll talk about something different
4: actually SNL
0: um, I guess on their last show before Christmas did a really good like spot on parody of serial
4: I'll have to check that
0: out with about the existence of Santa Claus that's
3: really cool yeah So Santa Claus isn't real what
0: Huh? No, no, Mike. Mike, it's okay. He is. Oh, okay. not about it. He's
4: fine. No red
1: from every year to real. <sighs>
0: happy. It's just that the production. Yeah, the production crew of Serial had never heard of him before, so they okay. they doubted why people were, were being left presents that their parents didn't buy for them. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Catherine <laughs> Catherine, does Joe have anything else?
4: Yes, he had one other thing he wanted to talk about. Have him run on the screen right now.
2: Hello I can't take it (laughs) no Eight Bit Theater Yes What is it? Eight Bit Theater.
5: Oh okay. Gallstaff, you have entered the door to the north. You are now by yourself, standing in a dark room. The pungent stench of mildew emanates from the
2: wet dungeon walls.
4: Where are the Cheetos?
2: They're right next to you. I cast a spell. Where's the Mountain Dew? In the fridge, duh. I want to cast a spell.
4: Can I have a Mountain Dew? Yes, you
0: can have a Mountain Dew. Just go get it. I can cast any
3: of these, right? On the list? Yes, any any of the first level ones.
4: I'm going to get a soda. Anyone want one? Hey, Graham, I'm not in the room, right?
5: What room? I want
0: to cast... Magic Missile.
4: The room where he's casting all these spells from!
0: He hasn't cast anything yet! I am, though, if you'd listen. I'm casting Magic
2: Missile.
3: Why are you casting Magic Missile? There's nothing to attack here. I'm attacking the darkness!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Their take on Kill Bill was amazing. Their take on uh, Godzilla was amazing. Their take on pretty much any film they've covered is amazing because it really does break down to everything beats up everything forever, the end. Cool.
5: And they do such a good job of giving you that 8-bit Nintendo feel to it. The music is spot on. I mean, it's perfect. I, I love it.
1: Oh, they nice. Kill it. They
2: killed it on uh, Avengers. Oh, the Avengers one was classic. Absolutely. Oh, they man. really went... They always nail it. Yeah, they sum it all up in I don't know three minutes, give or take. Okay, they call it the inter butts on that end. <laughs> that <was> <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> all
0: right. So uh, um, next up music. on mine. Oh, okay, is the cinema snob who is also part of the League of Super Critics. Um, this guy primarily focuses on exploitation films, so this month he's, he's doing Italian, um, Italian horror movies, oh. and the first thing he did was Zombie, which was released as Zombie 2 in a whole bunch of areas because in Italy, Dawn of the Dead was called Zombie, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make a cheap-ass um, pseudo-sequel to Dawn of the Dead by calling it Zombie 2… Even though it was really Zombie One and I guess like on IMDb there's like forty eight other titles for it.
3: <laughs> have they have they talked about Great White yet?
0: I don't know if he's talked about Great White, but some of the movies he's talked about, um oh uh, hold on a sec, I'm gonna have to go on on his page real quick on YouTube because there are a lot of really funny um things on here that he he pretty much just does like, you know, kind of like a, a slight MST thing with them where He'll show a scene, and then he'll make a a comment about that. Um, All right, so he's done something zombie. He did Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Uh, Foreskin Gump. He will do porn parodies.
2: (laughs) ...keep their bras on as long as they want. That's less editing than I have to do. Hell, she keeps her bra on for the whole scene. Yes, you can stick your two-inch nails up my ass, and we can scissor for about ten minutes, but you do not get to see my tits.
0: He did one called Black Rage, where the main character is an albino black guy. (laughs) Played by a white guy. Uh, He did do Halloween 2 at Halloween. Mm. Um, Fun and Balloonland which is definitely like a Rift Tracks thing waiting to happen actually they just yeah. did that Rift Tracks just did. just did Fun and Balloonland oh, yeah shit. oh shit oh awesome um, he had a month of musicals as well so stuff like Can't Stop the Music which is the Village People musical <laughs> Shock Treatment which... <laughs> Shock Treatment is the actual sequel to um, Rocky Horror Picture Show I've heard of that and the Apple which has been done by Rift Tracks the Apple. The remember that? One. No. It's um oh, it is it's kind of a take on uh, the Old Testament and it's gay as hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that in as you're going to watch that thing go, this is gay as hell. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. who's who's up next? Mike, you got something else? uh yeah,
3: I think uh, I got at least one more yeah, I got one more okay. and this is, right. uh, this is a actually uh a little bit different. This is not a movie uh, guy or uh entertainment guy. this is a guy uh, named Peter Hollins, and he's right. an acape- and he's an acapella singer and he does you know covers and he's done a bunch of uh, original stuff, but he's also done a whole mess of covers um his his cover for uh, into the West he actually gets um, someone to uh, do violin with him and oh, nice. it's amazing he does pretty much every every video you hear if unless he I mean he sometimes gets like violinists on there I'll, I'll, every other time it's his voice doing all the sounds hmm. he did he pretty did cool. one um, the uh, ending song the portal 2.
0: Oh, uh, it, 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 guys. It, it's a very, it's a
3: very electronical type, electronic type song. And he does it all that with his voice. <laughs> he did um, uh, I See Fire by uh, the ending song of Desolation of Smog.
1: Yep. Now I see fire.
3: Inside the mountain, I
0: see fire. Burning the
1: trees, I see fire.
3: It's just its just look, up, look him up on YouTube, Peter Hollins, H-O-L-L-E-N-S. He does some really amazing, amazing songs.
1: Cool. Cool.
0: Uh, and I'm sure you can get something for us to pop on the audio oh, yeah, track absolutely. for this, right? Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Joe, buddy, what do you got?
5: All right. Uh, for my last one, you know, I was, I was going to do another explainer video, but then I thought, uh, I popped into my head, this is a, a podcast I listen to every week, Comes out on Thursdays. It's uh, Kevin Smith. It. Yeah, <laughs> if it was that regular, no, it's every uh,
2: Thursday.
5: Yeah, we wish. No, it's um, Kevin Smith's uh, one of Kevin Smith's uh, podcasts, Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> oh,
4: God. And that, no, that's what he actually I've, calls I've heard of that it. That one, Batman yeah. Man, and that's amazing. I'm
5: a little
2: disappointed.
4: But it, but it, I mean.
5: Yeah, obviously, from the title, you can tell it's all about Batman. But I mean, he he brings in people who are either like were either affected by Batman by reading Batman comics as they were growing up, or actually worked on it. Like he did this whole he did like three episodes with uh, Neil Adams, uh-huh. who was one of the artists, uh, Batman mm-hmm. artists. When yeah. when I was a kid, this, this is a guy I idolized. As, you know, somebody who loved to draw is like Neil Adams was it for me. So, I mean, it was I. It's a if. If you wanted to get a behind-the-scenes look of how things ha- happen in the comic book industry, because he brings in, in a lot of insiders too, and just you know get into the whole deep, deep dive into Batman. I mean, it's it's a great, great uh, spot, podcast to follow. It's you know you can follow on Stitcher and you know and stuff like that.
0: I've been alive for forty-two years, kids. I've seen many incarnations of the Batman, but when I
4: read a Batman comic. When I close my eyes and think about what would Batman do, and he responds to me and tells me what to do and acts as my moral barometer, the voice of the
0: Batman is, has been, and always will be Kevin Conroy.
4: Welcome to the show, sir. It's good to
1: be here. There it is.
0: (laughs) This is going to be amazing. This is going to be ear porn for me and so many other people. Welcome to Fat Man on Batman. Oh good God! I got. I'm. I'm gonna come all over myself. <laughs> Don't get messy on the table. <laughs> oh, stop it! Sacrilege. Did he? Yeah, uh... I tried listening to the Smodcast for a lo- I listened to it for a long, long time, and I just kind of, just kind of get, get tired of, of it. I, after
5: a while, I got to lose. I, I, you know, I did for a while. I listened to uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old, which is, you uh, know, it, it has its moments. But after a while, it's like, okay, well, you know, the, the big yeah. But you know. He he the the fat man on Batman he that that's pretty fresh because it's always something different every week. Did he cover uh, Bill Finger? Yes, he did. He actually he brought in the uh, the guy who wrote the biography of Bill Finger, and trying to get they were trying to get um one Google to uh, do a little Google Doodle to show Bill Finger as the um, as the the real creator of Batman on the mm. 75th anniversary and stuff like that. So, but yeah he. He he's he's actually a big proponent of Bill Finger and trying to get get the name out there.
0: Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, Catherine, you anything else?
4: Uh, other than you know little things like XKCD, Simon's Cat. Uh, oh, I
0: love Simon's Cat. Oh, Simon's cat, yeah. cat is
5: great. <laughs> Meow. I cannot wait till their movie comes out.
4: One of the funniest things was, you know, somebody shared their their, you know, America's funniest home videos, basically, and it's a cat chasing fish under the pond. And I'm like, I saw that on Simon's cat. It's so cool that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a real live cat chasing fish under the ice. And I was like, that was one of the first Simon cats I've ever seen.
3: I've got, I've got three cats, and the the one where uh, he's like, just the guy is just sitting in the living room, and the cat just running all around him. I was like, yep. yeah, I've seen that I- a few times.
0: Out. Oh, man. <laughs> the
1: time
4: cat where the cat is acting like a cat is much better than when the cat is, you know, demonstrating human-level intelligence. It's, yeah. it's just funnier when it's being a cat.
5: Yeah.
3: Although I do love the one where he's uh, trying to wake him up for uh, for to feed him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, oh, first, like the
5: very first one I saw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, have you... Uh... That actually brings me to something I was going to talk about, but it's actually a pretty good um, discussion point anyway. The oatmeal?
1: I,
4: when my friends share oatmeal on Facebook, it's generally funny, but it doesn't seem like something I want to follow. I want my friends to filter out for me what's the funny part.
0: Oh, okay. Because they actually put a book out um. called um, How to Tell You If Your Cat's Trying to Kill You. <laughs> and one of, the, one of the cartoons is this cat watching that the Hoth, the Hoth battle scene, and Empire Strikes Back, mm. uh-huh. where the snow speeder is, like, wrapping the tether around the adat's legs.
1: Yep. And then the <laughs> next
0: panel is the cat walking between your legs. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: what were you
2: going to say? I'm willing to go to bat. So if you're looking for oh. food shops of the last decade or so, somethingawful.com. Oh, yeah.
1: Something
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I'm familiar with them. You're familiar with them.
3: Uh, I, I personally, I I love the um. Oh, who was it? This guy he, he animated uh, like these stories that his uh, like five or six year old daughter uh, told.
5: The story of the fairy mermaid by Gonkai Inked H Five.
3: Once upon a the time there was a mermaid that slums... Flies, and I have to hit them today. <laughs> she loves underwater seahorse Miss. She's a mermaid fairy. She can fly. She can swim. She can do anything. She's a princess too. <laughs> She's a robot mermaid fairy princess human.
4: Stop it. Her name is Mehilda. Oh, did yeah. they? Did they
1: show
4: one of those at a at a uh? At a... Riftracks thing? They,
3: they showed four of those actually. But ah, I, yeah. I did go on I did go on to something and found a couple of more a couple of new ones. And they're just they're all gems. It's like <laughs> the, the most bizarre stories you could ever But She tells them dead dead serious. And yeah,
4: the Riftrax <laughs> guys are, are buddies with the guys that run something awful. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It turns out Mike is buddies with low tax, but there you go.
0: Oh yeah, Rich tax, <sighs> that's it.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, and this is the first thing I'm reading on somethingawful.com right now. Which movie will be more bad, Black Hat or Jupiter Ascending?
3: (laughs) I think I'm going to vote for Jupiter Ascending.
0: I'm thinking Black Hat. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How do you take a movie about going to Jupiter and make it look
2: boring? (laughs) But I'm going to do something bad to you gentlemen, and I do apologize, but look up Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny.
0: (laughs) Okay. You remember that? No. no. Ultimate Destiny. No. And you should, because
2: it's terrific, oh. and terrible, amazing. I have my homework assignment then. All right, <laughs> I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> we won't keep her up long, Joe. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
0: So, all right, what else is on the list here? I only have one other thing uh, that I want to talk about. Catherine, do you have anything you want to bring up?
4: That's pretty much all I
0: got. All right, all right. I got one website left, and that's deadspin.com. Deadspin is a sports website whose headlines sound like onion headlines, but they're real-life sports headlines. <laughs> Truth uh, is stranger than fiction, huh? Oh, God. Well, the thing with it is that it's run by guys that I think used to work for ESPN uh-huh. and just got tired of the whole... Um, just got, there's a lot of politics in in working for ESPN where you have to be very, very... Um, you really have to parse your words and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, you have so to, you have to bow
5: the- down to the uh, the sports leagues because they're paying your exactly.
0: salary. Yeah. Exactly. So some of the uh, the headlines that are on there right now, Kinky Friedman calls Chris Christie and Jerry Jones gay on ESPN. Um, <laughs>
5: Rogue boob makes surprise appearance at Wedding Ringer.
0: Kurt <laughs> Schilling, uh, Schilling says being a Republican costs him Hall of Fame votes. Uh, let's see. Let's. Man runs onto court, shows basketball player, gets clotheslined.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Uh let's see what else we have here. Uh And they they're like they're like a lot like Gawker where they don't care about like actually using profanity in their um in their headlines. But uh it's just so much fun. And part of my part of what I love about them is that at the beginning of every football season, they have why your team sucks. <laughs> So, um, yeah, they, they, and I, even the stuff for the Patriots, my beloved New England Patriots, they, they will just rank on them hard. You know, the stadium, Gillette Stadium. Never been to Gillette? Here's what you do: pay a taxi to drive you out to uh, the middle of nowhere. Pay forty dollars for the privilege of staying there. Go in to watch a small TV, and then pay fourteen dollars for for a warm beer. That's Gillette Stadium.
4: (laughs) Oh, you have to go there in winter. Your beer will be cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're not wrong. I mean, the stuff they say about other teams, though, um, you know, especially bad teams, is brilliant. Then they have like the fans, like the the so called fans who can't stand their own teams. So, I, I, there is just some brilliant stuff on there. In fact, I actually got one of the most brilliant lines, and I've been using it all throughout this year's football season, and it, it really came true um, when they talked about the Chicago Bears. Marty McFly doesn't want to go back to 1985 as badly as Bears fans do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It is oh so Seriously. true. Yeah, no, he's moved forward in time, and they still haven't won a Super Bowl since then. <laughs> Because as long that, Jay Cutler is their quarterback, they won't. Oh, Jesus, smoking Jay Cutler? Oh yeah, because that's that's what you want in your professional athletes—someone who smokes two packs of cigarettes a day. The <laughs>
5: highest-paid QB in the league. Oh,
0: how Isn't sad he is he really that? the highest-paid QB in the league? He
5: is. Jesus Christ! It's either him or Joe Flacco.
0: Well, you know,
3: giving money for the money to for
0: their well. Yeah, Flacco is is always going to be teased with that franchise tag, and I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, but I, I can't say anything about the Ravens until after this weekend. So seems <laughs> like this episode probably won't be posted until after that game is over. Um, let's just Either hope it, or, that it, nothing will said is um... prophetic. <laughs> I'm either going to be really, really happy on Sunday, or I'm going to be really, really pissed on Sunday. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> Saturday night, Saturday <laughs> night's going to be a bad night for Andy. Saturday, <laughs> he'll be
3: he'll either be really, really happy and drunk, or really, really sad <laughs> and drunk.
0: <laughs> and drunk.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> he'll be happy and pissed, or sad and pissed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How very British of you. Does
4: <laughs>
0: anybody else have anything else they want to uh, bring up? I could bring we up the list.
3: Um I I just got one more I thought just thought of uh, a group called Take on YouTube. Group on YouTube called uh, The Real Rejects R E E L. Um they just, you know, a bunch of fun people. They just they do reaction videos to uh, trailers, they do reviews of movies. Uh they just do a bunch of fun stuff. It's you know nothing right. just just entertaining. Yeah, cool.
0: Cool. So, all right, sweet. Well, that was a a very interesting conversation. I'm interested in how this, how this turns out. I apologize, um, belatedly apologize to our listeners if you hear any drag on any of the audio. So Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is what we get when we experiment. Blame it on so, the camera.
4: Yeah. exactly. <laughs> a meta episode.
0: Exactly. The lengths we go to for you people. So... <laughs>
3: Well, anyway, are the I things think we go to, to to avoid walking out in the cold.
0: That's true. That's <laughs> true. So, uh, real quick, let's just get a quick segment um, or two. Real quick, um, we never really came to consensus. So, have you guys all seen the Jurassic World trailer?
2: We have learned more in the past decade from genetics than a century of digging up bones. A whole new frontier has opened up. We have our first genetically modified hybrid. Oh.
3: Just went and made a new dinosaur?
2: Probably not a good idea. Almost 40 feet high. Really think she climbed out? Depends. On what?
1: What kind of dinosaur they cooked up
4: in that lab. Yep. Yeah. I haven't seen the trailer, but I've I've read a little blurb in Entertainment Weekly. It's it. Yay! <laughs>
0: That's, That's just, Pratt. Chris Pratt it, so it'll be a gigantic hit It's <laughs> well, probably entertaining right, as hell. Right all this guy can him.
5: do no wrong, because so I mean, well, yeah, true. and, but, Andy, um, and if, if coming Batch wasn't it, it'd be up for an Oscar. Okay, we get it, Andy.
1: All right.
4: I didn't mind the Jurassic Park movies. You know, they're it's 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 a, it's a dinosaur movie. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I
0: just find it, I just find it endlessly hilarious that it's. You know, they decided to make a hybrid dinosaur, and you know Raptor is in there. <laughs> <laughs> Anti rex yeah. Oh, exactly.
1: Oh, so. yeah. the, 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 how can you go wrong?
4: That's going to be yeah, all, seriously. The, all the time. It's going to be fun.
0: This is the how. Uh, what could possibly go wrong, Asaurus? <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. We ne- we, what we could never, possibly go wrong,
0: We
5: never learned our lesson from the first three movies. Asaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I think they called it the D-Rex. The D-Rex. Yeah. D-rex. I think that's the official name, actually. <laughs> the Douche the Rex. It's, it's
4: oh, like, like the, the, the dinosaur kid in Dilbert. We'll call it Rex. <laughs> <laughs> it wrecks my living room. It wrecks my dining room. <laughs> <laughs> it kills her. It
3: wrecks the entire island, apparently.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta wonder though. I mean, they several murders during their soft open, and a dinosaur ends up in San Francisco. <laughs> well,
3: it Wasn't really a soft opening? It was a preliminary ex- ex- experimentation, like this. I'm amazed. That
0: it, you know what? I, I, I'm amazed it wasn't like an inve- you know like a, a pitch for investors. <laughs>
3: One of you one of you will, be, will get eaten. The key question is, which one?
1: <laughs> no, seriously. I'm
0: sure Haman was like, God damn it, the power went out right before I was going to make my pinch. They were
3: ripe. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, after Hammond says, which one of you will be eaten, the black guy's like, Why are you all white? was what, everybody <laughs> looking at me?
0: I'm out of here now. <laughs>
5: Next up, Red this Shirt. Just PG- the red shirt.
0: <laughs> this movie is rated PG-13, so I'm just going to exhaust it right now. Motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyway, guys, this was a very interesting uh, show. Yeah. If, no- if nothing else, I know what the inside of all your living rooms look like now. Well, that's my in kitchen, well. Oh, it's your kitchen? Yeah, you know what? I did see the cabinets <laughs> on there.
1: kitchen, yep.
0: And and the sack of uh, recy- recyclables. <laughs> so he re- is, is that recycled or recycling recycle- recycle- recycl- recycle- recyclables? Oh. Recyclables.
5: Okay. <laughs> bunch of bunch of cans and bottles and stuff. Recycler Red Bulls.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, our next episode, I I think. I'm pretty sure this is what we've agreed on we're going to do based on the text conversation I had yesterday. 1985, Um, dudes. 1985. (laughs) We are going to review the hit songs of 1985, possibly the last good uh, year of that decade, and uh, (laughs) of... There's a lot of bad songs in that year, and I'm sure we'll songs, cover them all. But there's a lot of good in that year, too. No, there was a lot of good songs in that year, too. I, I agree. I'm not going to stop you. Was that the year of
3: uh, the um, Steve Winwood album? Oh, no, that was 1986. No, that was 86. Sorry.
0: That's 86. We had not, next one next more time. year before yeah before the Michelob Horns, Mike.
3: <laughs> Back in the high life again.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, you better wear that Winwood shirt to that show. Oh, yeah. I've given you a year's notice.
1: <laughs> All right, preparing for it.
0: i that fucking thing.
3: I've got the duct tape so I can uh, slap it over Jim's fa- Jim's
0: mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have any favorite, um, any favorite songs of that year, 1985? Any least favorite songs? Any favorite albums? Um any unheralded gems that didn't actually chart. We want to hear from you. So uh, you can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. Um you can post them up at our Twitter uh, page, which is at Geek Salad Radio. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, Geek Salad Podcast. And also you can check out our websites yes, that's websites with an S. Uh geeksalad.podmean.com for the full archive, uh Geek Salad.com. For pretty much the entire show bio and all that fun stuff. And you can also check out our archive um, at the Stitcher app or on iTunes. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll internet talk to you soon. Is
1: Gross.
0: internet
1: is for porn. I hate
0: porn. Grab your dick and double click for porn. 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 I
4: hate men. Porn. I'm leaving. Porn.
1: The internet. Oh! the internet is for internet is
2: for internet is for porn. Yeah. Good thing you work in a firehouse. Yes, you just got You are poor scientists. That's
1: good.